0: The Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business.
1: Hosted by The Boss Ladies, Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an
0: array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Happy New Year, everyone. A new episode in this, what we call Season 4 of Girls Gone Boss. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Alex. How's 2021 Hi. treating you? Hi, Gabby. It, you know, it's been pretty, it's been treating me pretty well. It hasn't been too bad. Um, I think that I had a really good start to the year. It didn't really like um, end for me. You know, I didn't really get to disconnect too much. Um, so I've, I've kept it going, kept the ball rolling. Um, but I'm really excited to start a new year and a new season with you. So, how have Dang. you been? i've been good i'm
0: excited it's a new year we're refreshed we are starting with a new slate i feel like there's good energy around and we want to continue to sustain that and um, bring everyone what is our season four i'm excited for the new season for all the new guests that are going to be on um we've been switching up a little bit and and we're going to incorporate some of are very important male mentors in our lives, people that have empowered and really motivated us in our careers, which happen to be male. I know that we kind of really focus on a lot of amazing women, but we're kind of just putting a spin on it just because I think it's important as women to get a male perspective on leadership and career and and just life hacks sometimes men really do have a different perspective that can really we can really benefit from so I'm and excited
1: for those things that are happening and honor those men that have really been uh that are champions of women so it, it all actually like it's uh, circles become circles so I am super excited to kick off the season with you and bring something new to the table and to our ggp community
0: Yeah. So thank you everyone for being loyal. Thank you. If you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe, review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're available everywhere. Thank you for listening. If you're just joining us for the first time, we love you. We really want you to use us as a tool for empowering you and to get you to that next level, um, whether it be in career or in just, you know, life. Um, So today we wanted to kickstart the year and the season. Um, just how we kind of kickstarted on Instagram, we had an amazing live with Joanna Figueroa, who is from Luna Wisdom, and honestly, it was a big hit. Everyone loved it. We talked about manifesting. We talked about how do we really make our biggest dreams come to life. And I feel like Joanna was like beautifully, like empowering to the art community, and we just felt it was only right to have her. Be here with us and have her own episode because I feel like everyone wanted more. Don't you think,
1: Alex? 100%. And, that's exa- and we kicked that off on, on the first of the year. So this is perfect.
0: Yes. So just to put a little context and to introduce her, Joanna Figueroa is a meditation and yoga instructor and also the creator of Luna Wisdom. It's a higher consciousness community led by her. And she's super passionate about inner journey work. And we're here to learn and just grab some gems from her. So congrats on Luna Wisdom and welcome, Joanna. Welcome, Boo. How are you? you. Thank you, thank you. I'm really excited to be
2: here. Um, thank you for that intro. We really did kick off the year amazing on the first. Yeah, uh, that was really, really nice. And the feedback from everybody, what from everyone, was also really, really nice. So
0: yeah, thank you. Of course, I think we needed all a positive jumpstart to the year. And now we're going to have a whole episode. So I'm excited. <laughs> so talk to us about Luna Wisdom and what led you to establish your brand. Um, okay, so more than a brand,
2: uh, Luna Wisdom is a community. It's a community of people that are um, leaning into their spirituality. They're looking to expand their consciousness. Um, essentially, they're up-leveling their life through their own spirituality and connecting with their intuition. Um, and yeah, just knowing that all the answers are within.
0: And what um, I think you mentioned in IG live that there was a lot of inner work that you had to do in order to get to where you are today, specifically with Luna Wisdom. What did you have to do to get there? Because it was a mindset. You had to really prepare yourself and create that action plan that you really talked about during the live.
2: Yeah, so the action plan, that that portion for me at first it was a little bit abstract at that point I really didn't have a lot of direction when I first started my uh inner journey and I started tuning into the lunar cycle and the full moon, the new moon, trying to understand uh what is the energy that each of those moons bring in and how does the lunar cycle work, which is actually why I I named this phase, uh, La Luna Wisdom. And what I essentially started doing was journaling and aligning with the lunar cycle. So for example, if it was a new moon, I would journal during those, I don't know, few days, three, four days, I would journal about what is my new uh, vision? what is what are my new goals? Where am I like what is that direction that I'm going in? right? So that was me tuning in to the new moon. And then for those two following weeks, I would just work really hard on that direction that I was gearing towards. And then when the full moon came around, it's the moment where you have the most clarity. And when you have all that clarity, you're prepared to release. So in the full moon, you release everything that is holding you back or things that are not necessary anymore or that are not aligned. So at that point, I would journal about what is it that is not working out and preparing to release it completely. And I would work the following two weeks on releasing, surrendering, not looking back and simply moving forward. So yeah, it was a lot of inner work in tuning in with the lunar cycle, working with crystals, doing vision boards, um, meditation. Uh like meditation is so important. Having a, a daily practice of meditation. And I also started practicing yoga. So yeah, the inner journey work is a lot of different healing modalities.
1: But but Joanna, so I've always been super interested in and everything that you're speaking about, but there's so much information out there that sometimes for somebody like me can feel a little bit overwhelming. How mm-hmm. how can one, me particularly, so I'm asking for a friend, and the friend is me, how can someone <laughs> start? And uh, like, where, where do you start? What What's the first step into that? Did you follow certain people? Did you read certain books? Or is it just like Googling? To, uh, did you go to like um, Ninth Chakra store and talk to people? I just want to hear about how you, you like where started. do you begin? Yeah, where yeah. do you begin? Yeah, so I mean, I
2: totally hear you. It is overwhelming at first. I just honestly I started following everything that I would see that had to do with energetics, with crystals, with um moon rituals. I started following so many accounts that yes, it did become overwhelming at some point. Um I went and bought a lot of different crystals and I just gave them intentions. But again, at that point, um, you don't really know exactly what direction you're going in. And yes, you are overwhelmed by seeing so much information. And the only way you would start like peeling those layers um, is through journaling and through meditation and maybe quieting all of that a little bit and tuning in more into what you intuitively need. So, um, yeah, once I started understanding the lunar cycle and taking notes about it, um, that's what started giving me more direction. So, well, I would suggest um, having a very basic understanding of the lunar cycle and um creating a list of like okay this is the direction i'm going in and that's how you start getting clarity clarity is something-
0: i yeah i also think we mentioned which i think i wanted we we wanted to dedicate this episode to um you kind of guiding us through better habits um on, on self love right i think okay. that everything derives in order for manifestations and all of the things that we want in our lives and also to get clarity is to kind of shift the focus and come back to self-love, right? So can you let us know how those two things are kind of correlating and how they go hand in hand? Because we have to have self-love in order. It it always starts with self. Because if yeah. not, I mean, you can love the world, but if you don't love yourself, how that is just not going to work. Right,
2: right. And it's interesting that you said that because when you have so much focus on loving everything else but yourself, like you forget about yourself and that's that's what hinders your process. Suddenly you're completely lost. You're taking care of a million other things and you abandon yourself So where is your happiness, right? Like what happened to your essence? What happened to your intuition? And that's where self-love comes in. So the very fact that you're like on Instagram scrolling through inspiration pages, that is your self-love screaming at you and telling you, please take care of me right now. Please take care of me right now. So um, yeah, self-love, it begins with a process of, having clarity right and to have the clarity is like that aha moment that you get like oh my goodness i really need to start taking care of myself um so yeah so you start uh your process of self-love by having a commitment a commitment to yourself to staying loyal to yourself right and just um feeling comfortable saying no that is something that is a big deal. Like you start filling up your calendar. You start like overbooking yourself and not having time for for you. So feeling comfortable saying no mindfully, um, making space for yourself, just a few minutes of the day to sit down, journal or just contemplate, just sit down and I don't know, look up at the sky, feel the air, you know, like all of those little, very little things are very nourishing to ourselves, very grounding.
0: Um, yeah, I do believe that um, right now, everyone listening should grab pen and paper because we're going to go through some habits that you can partake in in order to grow more self-worth. And um, Joanna, I'd like to kind of go point by point so you can elaborate a little bit more. So you mentioned staying loyal to, to oneself. So creating a time and a space for time for you, right? Right. Right. So that's number one, staying loyal to oneself. Yeah. So staying loyal to oneself.
2: So it means feeling comfortable saying no, um, being very mindful with the words uh, that you communicate to yourself. Like instead of saying, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to do this. No, switch that. And then you say, I know I'm going to be able to do this. Or I'm going to try my best to get this done or to be able to accomplish this. You know, so being very mindful with your words, how you communicate with yourself. um, Again, creating that space for you. Uh, In order for you to find some direction, you need to create that space, a daily space uh, where it's uninterrupted. It could just be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be a full hour. It's just a little bit of time. Um, and yeah, just, again, being very, very mindful and staying committed, staying committed to, to yourself. Um, if you say today, I'm going to book a massage, make sure you don't cancel it. Make sure
0: you actually commit to that. Yeah. So we- also, also there were, uh, there was a point that you said Um, to finding things that bring us joy and happiness.
2: Right. So finding things that bring us joy and happiness has to do with nourishing our essence. So who who are we really? And what is it that truly makes us happy? For example, you might be having a job that at some point you thought it was going to bring you happiness. And eventually you start realizing like, I no longer align with this. So you have to start finding what is it that is really going to make you happy and how are you going to nourish that? So um, for example, you start leaning into your spirituality. You start leaning into all these healing modalities that are going to make you realize, okay, I used to really love this. What happened to that? Where, Where did it go? And that's when you start peeling layers to understand what was, what is the process that led you from loving something to not liking it anymore. And that's how you start realizing, okay, this is my essence. This is what really makes me happy. This is what I want to focus on right now. And those are goals.
0: Okay, so you're saying that you have to find those things that light you up, right? That bring you the most joy. And that's when you know right. you are at your highest self. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
2: Yes. So it, your high self is showing up every single day to work on towards those things that you love, those things that bring you joy and, you know, like working towards the things that make you happy. So if making you happy means spending more time with your family on the weekends, then why aren't you? make like be committed to separating some time of the weekend so that you can see your loved ones so that you can be with them 100%. If that means not having a dinner with them without looking at your phone, then commit to that. Don't even bring the phone to the table. So those are the things that are going to start giving you joy and being present, being absolutely present on everything that you decide to do.
0: Right. I think that's your, uh,
1: Alex, that's your <laughs> that was my resol- theme this year, yeah, right? That was actually my resolution. Um, I feel like I'm always going a million miles a minute. So mm-hmm. I'm always trying to multitask. And my resolution for, for 2021 was to be more present. Um, I don't want to be on a video conference call with someone and then on the side trying to be answering emails because it's not fair to the other person that's giving me their attention and their time. That's very Mm -hmm. valuable to them. Um, So that's something that I that I'm working on. And let me tell you, I'm still making mistakes, but I do catch myself and I'm making it very known so that other people start holding me accountable for it. That's Mm -hmm. like my key thing. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And, you know, um, being present is not just uh, giving the other person value for their time. Is also being present for yourself and being connecting with your highest self at that moment. When you're absolutely present, that is the only thing you have at that moment. You don't have a past, you don't have a future, you have that exact moment. So you're honoring yourself. That is your highest
0: uh, self. And so being- you are, fu- so in that moment, in the present moment, is when you function at your highest level. Right. Right, because you
2: have no distraction. You're honoring your moment. That, that moment of being present is the only thing you own, it's, it's all you have at that very second. So, is being absolutely present, is just um, honoring yourself, honoring the person you're with, and honoring whatever it is that you're doing at that moment.
0: Wow, that's amazing, and I think it also helps us be more mindful and aware of our, who we, what are we doing, what you know, not so worried. At least for me, and anxiety, I think it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. There's actually
2: a very good book uh, that I read. I've actually read it a few times. I read it last year twice. It's called The Power of Now, and it's by Eckhart Eckhart Tolle, um, and he specifically speaks about that. The power of now being absolutely present. Nothing else is more valuable than that. So when you understand that, you realize that staying loyal to yourself is the most important thing for yourself and for your entire, like your immediate surroundings.
1: Everyone will benefit from that. I have a, I have a, a personal question for you from sure. the moment that you started that journey. In um, mm-hmm. looking into the lunar system and, and everything. How long was the process until you felt like, okay, I got this. I know exactly what I'm doing. Was wow, that- I love that question. Thank you, Alex.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it took me a while. I mean, up to now, I've been on my journey for about two and a half years, maybe a little bit longer, but again, at first I started on the blind. I simply knew that something needed to change. Right. And that's when I started saying, okay, this lunar cycle thing seems interesting to me. Let me look into it a little bit and let me intuitive, intuitively start leaning into that. Right. And then it took me, I want to say about three months to start understanding and seeing a little bit of difference in that new structure that I built, that I brought into my life, which was the lunar cycle, that that structure of two weeks of hard work towards my new goal, and then two weeks of letting go of what doesn't serve me. And then the cycle starts again, new moon, full moon, new moon, full moon. And so it took me about three months. But to really, really start like a flow of manifesting and a flow of like, um, I'm. it's just like, I. it's like a well-oiled machine, let's say, in the sense that I no longer have to like put so much effort into understanding. It took me about a year and a half.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to 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 bring that up and make it very clear to anybody listening because I don't want them to be discouraged that if they don't right. understand it, the first week that they're looking into anything, I don't want them to give up. I want them to know from somebody that's been through it, that the work, Mm -hmm. we all know that you already mentioned, it's a commitment to the work. Um, Right. But that initial understanding, if they're overwhelmed, that if they stick with it, uh, it, I think it's a great point of reference that it took you about to really understand it.
2: Right. And part of self-love is also being gentle to yourself. So understanding that, It's okay if it takes you a little bit longer to start aligning. It's okay. Like... Also don't look to anybody else. Everybody's so unique in their journey and unique as an individual that the process of your inner journey can take a lot longer or it can take a lot less. It really depends on your own clarity and your own alignment. So it took me about three months to really grasp the concept of new moon versus full moon, right, and like start uh, working with, with spiritually on that structure. Then it took me about a year and a half to, okay, I got this. Like it it was just starting to feel natural. And then to really manifest, it just started happening about um, two, three months ago that the manifesting hasn't stopped. It's just like an abundance (laughs) of manifesting. And it's because of alignment. Once you're fully aligned and you've cleared out any distractions from your life, it just flows.
0: And these are the tools that we're giving you guys today, which is more, um, I guess, introspective. Is going back to us, to self. Um, and some mm-hmm. of the things that we have already mentioned are like finding things that you, you find joy in, happiness, being mm-hmm. present, staying loyal to yourself, meaning putting yourself first, setting aside that time to just kind of like unwind and really give yourself what you need, whether it be rest, whether it be like some time where you just kind of hang out and just chill, do nothing, read a book, or um, staying committed to the journey, staying committed to you. Some days are going to be better than others. Some days you may not get in some meditation, but it's okay. You have to be gentle to yourself. It's and true. then I love another one that that you um, wrote in, in our notes. You said gratitude practice. I feel gratitude is so key for not only self-love, but everything else in life.
2: Right. So with gratitude, gratitude, um, it essentially brings in positivity. So if you're in a place that you're like, I don't understand why everything goes wrong in my life. Why can't I have one good thing happening? You know, like I've heard that a lot uh, from my private students and I've told them, okay, take a moment to just list a few things that you're absolutely grateful for. And for some people it's difficult at first, but it can be as essential as saying, I am grateful to have a window and sunlight every morning. And just by having that beginning of a gratitude, um, it starts shifting you. And there is something like a little bit deeper than just the basics of gratitude but is expressing gratitude towards those people around you. So you express gratitude. You have positivity in you. uh, You're delivering a positive message to somebody else, right? What do you think you're getting in return? You're going to get in return an abundance of positivity from that person because that person is also going to acknowledge you as well. And by that person acknowledging you, you start seeing things in yourself that you had forgotten about. And then people, it's an opportunity to be reminded of who you are and to also remind the other person of who they are and their unique qualities. So that's part of gratitude, expressing gratitude towards others. Uh, It brings in so much positivity that it creates self-love ultimately. Um, It nourishes you
0: right it builds confidence
2: right right because you start seeing things about yourself that you had even forgotten about because you were focused on why aren't things going right you know so uh i think that's
0: that's key for everything is gratitude and for the little things to the big things just being and that's where you have to also kind of incorporate the present being present because Sometimes we're so caught up of like, oh, my God, I, I, I didn't do this or I'm not there yet. Or I didn't I, I, like look at that person. She's she's already at that level. And I'm not like instead of being like, I am so grateful for uh, where I am today. And I know that everything that I deserve it's, is coming. Switching the conversation with ourselves, I think, is also important.
2: Right. There is a yoga principle It's called Santosha. And in Sanskrit, it's called Santosha. And the translation to English is um, contentment. So at first when I heard it and I would hear my teachers talk about it, like maybe your intention today should be Santosha and contentment. I would be like contentment. I'm not going to settle for less, but I was so wrong because it's not about settling for less. It's about being grateful for what you already have rather than focusing on what you don't have. It's like that concept of, like, instead of seeing the glass half empty, see it half
0: full. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Accepting our reality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, let's let's face it, list, some listeners are here like, damn, I'm in the worst, like, part of my life. I've lost a job. I mean, we've going through a pandemic. I've lost loved ones. Mm -hmm. How is that accepting our reality when it's not the best? How can we shift it so that we can start seeing, you know, being grateful for those things that are happening that could be positive? Um, Or how what does accepting reality mean in order to find more self-love? Right. So
2: when you are in the process of accepting reality and completely surrendering to what your reality is, there, You have all the growth in the world, all that room in the, in, in the world for you to grow and start building the direction that you really want to go into. It's like having a fresh new slate, except that at that moment, you might not be feeling great. But that's why from there on, you only have room to start building positivity and start working on yourself. So when you are moving forward, From a a point of acceptance of your reality, you only have growth ahead of you. And you'll have so much more clarity that you'll never want to go back. You just want to move forward from there. So it's very important to accept our reality, accept who we are. That gives us clarity. And clarity is very essential for a journey.
1: So then in, in return, that's when we find the balance. Right. You start at that point, you
2: see what are the areas in your life that you need to pay attention to and that you need to start building that balance on. Okay. Um, balance brings us peace. Balance brings us ha- harmony. Balance just, it gives us that place of complete um
0: peace of
1: mind surrender
0: yeah yeah surrender but is what do you mean to... but i'm sorry sorry what do you mean by balance so like balancing what balancing all areas
2: of your life that matter to you so let's say family uh your health um your work balancing everything around you is difficult. It's not an easy task. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that everybody's going to reach balance by just meditating, but it gives you clarity to see what are the areas in your life that need a little bit of work. And once you have that balance, everything falls into alignment and it just flows. It's like, Take care of everything today so you so that you don't have to worry tomorrow. The more effort you give today, you're, the easier your day will be tomorrow.
0: Amen. I like that. Mm-hmm. Finding balance, especially us, especially all the women that are listening right now. I'm sure they're like boss girls, moms, wives. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex could really put in a lot of um, input in this. But it, it's just sometimes it becomes overwhelming. But yeah. Um, that's where you kind of maybe have a habit of maybe planning out your day and, and that can bring you a little bit more peace and balance because you can have like a guide maybe to, to set your day to the, on the right foot.
2: Yeah. Um, I would say for someone that is very busy, like I consider myself to be very busy, um, waking up a little bit earlier when I started my journey, I was obviously working full time, I was trying to do yoga and meditations after work. So when I would come work to I mean, sorry, when I would come from home, to home, sorry, to my home, um, I, I wouldn't have the energy anymore. Like, what what am I going to do now? I just want to lay down, right? Or I just want to cook and go to sleep. But What did I do? Start waking up a little bit earlier, half an hour earlier, 45 minutes earlier, and you just journal away. If you want to do a vision board, go ahead and do that. If you want to read a little bit, like something that is inspirational to you, even going through Instagram and reading posts from all these spiritual people, it nourishes you and you already start your day with a clean slate and a little bit of direction inspiration right like having that source of inspiration for your day
1: i like that it's true it puts it it sets the tone for the rest of the day once you're able to to absorb all of the positivity first thing in the morning so that's a great gem right there i have a question about alignment and balance in order to find those is there a need to have to do meditation journaling and yoga all together like with one without the other does not work does not balance out because i, I i'm i'm wondering if like what if somebody just doesn't take to yoga as easily right. as, as others it, it does that mean that they're never going to be able to reach that level
2: right so let's say with luna wisdom um When I first started, I wanted to have a calendar with like yoga, vision boards, journaling, meditations, like it was a lot of uh, healing modalities. And suddenly I started noticing that no one wanted to do yoga. And I'm like, what is happening here? Let me start asking questions like, what is going on? Do you guys not like yoga or this? The plain answer was, I don't, yoga doesn't call to me. So it's okay if yoga doesn't call to you, it might work for somebody else better because that person might be more active physically uh, or would want like more, uh, like something more challenging that is like physical to them. And that is okay, everybody's different. Um, I would say two things that really, really work. And honestly, everybody should try them. First, the journaling, 100% journaling. Um, a lot of people are like, I've never journaled before. Why do I even need to journal? Because when you journal is like of an affirmation, you're affirming what is it that you're inviting in. And you're also affirming what are you releasing? What is no longer aligned with you, right? So journaling is absolutely essential to the journey. Now, meditation. Meditation, is amazing because you start receiving all this wisdom from your own self from your intuition you you meditate today and if it's a true meditation where you actually disconnect and connect with yourself you'll start receiving messages like the next day you wake up and you're like wow I'm feeling great maybe I should um start eating some fruits today let's say like something little like that so meditation is where you receive wisdom you connect with your inner self.
1: I've always had such a tough time with meditating. And I think that um, I'm at fault for never sticking to it because I know that it's it's a difficult um, place to, I don't know if it, the word is place or, or level to achieve mm-hmm. um, and being able to meditate. So what I've mm-hmm. always heard is that once you meditate, it, everything goes blank right like you have complete inner peace Mm -hmm. what happens though when because this is what would happen to me my thoughts would just like run and run and run in my head while I'm trying to meditate how do I shut that off
2: Alex I think is it's almost impossible to not have any thoughts whatsoever
1: (laughs) you would have to be dead So I was doing it right the whole time. <laughs> well yes. you, you would have yes. you
0: would have to be dead, girl. I think, like,
2: I think it's a little bit of misinformation in, in where people think and assume that you're not supposed to uh, like have anything in your mind. You could reach something very close to that, very close to like completely disconnecting. Um, So there is a process. There is like a whole structure to meditation. The type of meditation that I uh, guide on is tantric meditation and is based on yoga and the stages of yoga. So it starts with um, withdrawing your senses and like starting to relax your body, right? Because if you are holding tension in your body, your mind is going to start thinking, oh, my neck hurts. Ah, oh, my hands are tight. Oh, I, am I supposed to be sitting completely straight, right? So your mind is already focused on that. So a, like a well, a thorough meditation has different stages. It begins with that, like withdrawing your senses and sitting comfortably, right? Then it goes into breathing techniques that pull, like it brings you in, with focus so if, if it's a guided meditation they're gonna tell you like imagine a glowing light that is coming into your body and that's how you start clearing out the thoughts of your head out of your mind because you're focusing on on the cueing that they're guiding you with right then you reach a point that is focus without attention you your breath work brings you to a space that you don't, you suddenly realize, like, am I even breathing right now? Like,
0: that, <laughs> I, am I, I dead? <laughs> you're right. At that no, point, it's true. <laughs> it's happened to me that I'm like, yo, like, I feel like, whoa, wake up. Like, where am I?
2: <laughs> right. So you're already focused inward without attention. Like, but it, there easy. is like, such a
0: peaceful feeling in right. that feeling,
2: But it's it's also scary.
0: It's also scary because you're like, whoa. Like, you're like, damn, am I, like, leaving the planet? (laughs)
2: Yeah, it is scary at first. And then the final stage of meditation is samadhi, which is the whole point of surrender. When you realize, like, am I even breathing? You're like, okay, let me just let go. Let me flow completely. And you disconnect for about three minutes. You completely disconnect. And... (laughs) I would love to know afterwards, like, hey, Alex, so what were your thoughts? And you might be like, I can't even remember a thing.
0: But do you You think that at that moment, is that like what they call nirvana or whatever? At that moment,
2: at
0: that moment, do you think that's where you will be the most clear? Well, unconsciously the most clear? Yes, girl. (laughs)
2: That's the point where you disconnect from whatever is happening in your mind, and the control the resistance that you have to life, right? You let go of that and you surrender to being present at that moment, you surrender to whatever flows. And when you're in that stage, Uh, You come out of meditation and you're like, wow, I feel amazing. Am I glowing? Because you literally feel like you're glowing. Then maybe the next day or even that same night, you're suddenly going to receive a quick message. Your intuition is going to send you a message. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Wow. And maybe you don't even make a connection to your meditation because in meditation, you're not supposed to be thinking of anything. Those are, it's just your intuition sending you messages after meditation.
0: So, wow.
1: Yeah. How, mm-hmm. So then how do we practice positive talk? Because negative thoughts always tend to sneak up and sneak in there. How mm-hmm. how are we able to do that? There's there's times, and, and I'm, I, you know, I'm speaking about myself because that's my only point of reference right now but that somebody that i might not get along with very well is talking and and i don't want to hear it anymore and in my thought in my in my brain i'm thinking shut up shut up shut up shut up i don't want (laughs) to hear you talk anymore but then i catch myself and i'm like no alex that is not who you are like don't you can't think like that so how do we how do we practice positive talk within ourselves, like making sure that we're good enough. And then what I'm talking about, which is not having a negative attitude even towards other people. It's very difficult. Right. It starts with compassion.
2: So being compassionate, uh, obviously with yourself for feeling whatever it is that you're feeling at that moment. So I'm getting really annoyed at this person talking right now is triggering me. Acknowledge your feeling. Okay, this is what is happening, but, hmm, I wonder why this person speaks like that. Why this person says those things? Why this person acts like that? That is compassion. When you start placing, or not placing yourself in their shoes, but observing them rather than engaging. You already acknowledge yourself. After you acknowledge yourself, you express compassion for that person. And that's mindful communication, because now when you're going to speak to them, you're no longer going to be like, oh, that person annoys me so much. You're going to be more like, hmm, I wonder what's going on. Let me be gentle with them.
0: So it's compassion with yourself and compassion with others. Right. Because if you think about it, maybe you, Alex, maybe because sometimes our behaviors are towards others is how we are with ourselves. So mm-hmm. do you tend to be a little bit hard on yourself? I mean, I think we all are, but mm-hmm. maybe you are a little bit hard on yourself. So be more gentle to you. And I think it'll be easier to be gentle to others. Agreed. What and do you
2: something think? Something that is also important to highlight when somebody is annoying you, try to see why is it that that person is annoying you? Because it could also be, a reflection or something that um, you were aligned with in the past maybe, and now you've overcome it and now it's triggering you. So Mm -hmm. right there, you peel a layer,
0: you let go of a layer
2: by acknowledging that.
0: Because all of these things, are Like everyone deflects all the time, like their pain, what they've been through. So sometimes people come with their insecurities and they can be mean and not nice and then they do it to us and then we feel we're not worthy because of our, all of our shit from the past and not seeing it in the way that you're saying for us to see it. What's going on with that person? Like how it has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with who I am. And that's a very present and aware place to be, because usually we're on autopilot and we're like, oh, hell no. She just talked to me like that. Fuck that book. (laughs) Like, you know, and it's like, instead of like pausing and being like, okay, where is this person coming from? How can I be more gentle towards this person? Because at the end of the day, we could only control us. So,
2: And Gabby, when you're gentle to somebody else and you show that compassion, You up-level instantly. You up-level in the sense that once the conversation is over and you walk away, you're like, wow, look at me now, right? So you start up-leveling your- Right, and in,
0: in turn, and in turn you start attracting everything that you want in your life, correct? Exactly, exactly.
2: That's part of
0: your process of alignment. Alignment
2: is not just, okay, I made a list of things. No, alignment is- Everything, all these things that we have mentioned, like uh, things that bring us happiness, loyalty to ourselves, uh, commitment to our journey, uh, self-compassion so that we can be compassionate with others, um, acceptance, you know, all of this is part of alignment and it's part of aligning with yourself. That's self-love, taking care of you so that you can take care of everything else around you. Mm-hmm.
0: So those are gems. Those are so many gems because um, I guess a lot of us may be on defense a lot of the times mm-hmm. and we just need to be, uh, we just need to surrender a little bit more um, to so, being our true selves because our true selves is gentle. Right. Our true selves, our true self is, is love, is compassion, is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Everything exactly. else has been, con- everything else we've been conditioned to. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine if we were just our true essence. And which brings me back to you also include here that you have to practice positive talk to self and knowing and embracing our uniqueness as well as as well as recognizing our true essence, which is celebrating who we are. Can you talk a little bit more about those two? Yeah. So
2: we're all unique beings. And I mean, we know that just by looking at everybody, we don't look like anybody else. We're all unique, right? Our essence is extremely unique. It's unique to ourselves and it has unique interaction with everyone. So honoring that, honoring our essence, honoring that uniqueness and acknowledging that like, okay, I'm really good at public speaking or I'm really good at uh, conversation individually or I'm really good at... Being creative visually, you know, like all these little things are unique to you. Honor them, acknowledge those, nourish those, you know, that is the essence uh,
0: that you were born with. That is who you are. So... Um, and that's where, and and sorry to interrupt you, Joanna, yeah. but that's where maybe if you are thinking right now, anybody listening, like, Sam, but what is my uniqueness? I don't know what I'm good at. Like, a lot of people may not have that top of mind, you know? Um, but that's where maybe journaling can help kind of clear exactly, that, right? Exactly. Exactly. I was just going to get to that. If you're
2: at a point that you can't name one thing that you feel is unique, it's probably because you're looking at other people. Don't look at other people, you are unique. So only go inward. Go inward and see what about you makes you happy? What about you you're proud of? What can you bring to the collective? What is your uniqueness to bring to the collective and allow yourself to grow and allow others to benefit from that uniqueness that you bring?
0: I love that. Mm Bring it to the collective. I love it. Yes. I think I think it's important to also go um, into journaling real quickly because I know that there it was a topic that everyone really loved from the live. Um, and you mentioned about having two separate journals, so if you can just quickly uh, go over like your process. I mean, the the good thing, guys. If you're listening and you're really interested in really diving deep into all of this in a little bit more um, detailed way, you can totally contact Luna Wisdom, um, Joanna, and set up a time with her and, and she can totally be of service to you guys. Um, but I know that journaling is a very important part. So there was the journal that where we put our manifestations, all the positive, and then there's the, the very f- famous shitty journal we talked about on the live. Yes. I, I feel like, should I
2: find a different name for this journal? No. no. I love the name. I think that it resonates I just with said everyone. It. Right. I said it one day spontaneously, and I haven't been able to call it anything else. So I guess shitty journal it is. So there's two journals that I recommend everyone should have. Um, so there's the positivity journal, which is the one that you make your lists about yourself. You make your list of the the direction you want to go to. You write your words of alignment. You do your positivity downloads. If you wake up in the morning feeling absolutely amazing, write it down. Why is it that you're feeling so amazing, right? So that is your positivity journal, your dreams, your goals, your direction, even your clarity. Now, there's the shitty journal, which is the one that picks up the most attention so far. (laughs) Um, So the shitty journal, use it to download negativity. If you wake up with the mindset of, oh, God, I have to do groceries and I have to go to work and I have to drop off the kids and then I have to pick them up and I haven't done my nails yet. Write all of that down. Write it all down.
1: Like, Seriously,
0: like, but that that petty? Like that? Really? Yes. But, like exactly yes.
1: like that. Like, oh, I hate going to work or oh <laughs> I hate. Yeah. So just literally exactly. like that. Exactly. Okay. Like,
0: like your legit thought process. Exactly.
2: Like, oh God, I have to get out of bed. You know? <laughs> like something. Honestly, I started by having my shitty journal next to the bed. And as soon as I would wake up, <laughs> I would just download on it and download every single feeling. So, yeah, then there's going to be days that you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, huh, I'm upset because of this. And then you write, why are you upset about that?
1: You, you know? know, so you know what's interesting Joy, that now that you say that the. I. I think that maybe we're wired to think that if we write it down, then we make it come true even more. But it's Oh, my goodness, opposite. no. You're releasing It's it. the complete opposite.
2: Yeah. Okay, so when you write positivity, you're calling in that positivity, right? You're bringing it in. When you download negativity, you're sending it away. So, yes, you are making it happen. Either way, you're making both things happen. One, you're inviting in. The other, you're sending
1: away. Oh, that's love why, it. That's why it's so important to have two separate spaces for them and not to make them mesh together. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: Don't so what wait. happens what happens, Joanna, if I have like a negative thought while I'm in my positive journal like I hold it off till I, like, <laughs> do I, I you know what I mean? <laughs> um.
2: Okay, so if you're writing on your positivity journal and the thought comes up and it's like an aha moment like, ooh, I see this is why I've been feeling this way, but now I'm feeling, now I have clarity to move forward from it. So you can still write it in, in your positivity journal, but address it in a positive direction. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The
0: only time I'm, I'm supposed to address anything negatively, like, is in the shitty journal. Yes. Okay. But
2: I would also suggest, if, uh, sorry, I hadn't even mentioned this before, but on the shitty journal, once you're completely done... You're going to feel lighter. You're already going to start feeling positive. So write one sentence of an affirmation of how you're feeling at that moment. So on the shitty,
0: in like, the shitty journal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Close, close your shitty journal entry with a note of affirmation for yourself. Like now that I have
1: this clarity, I know what direction I'm moving on. And it's important to let everybody know, which we you guys spoke about in the live, is never to open that shitty journal back up and look, like there's no need to go back to right. it ever. Just release no it need. and that's literally where it's, that's its new home. That's where it stays. Right.
2: Right. And then if the thought surfaces again, which is unlikely that it will, if it continues to surface, that means you still need to download more. So keep on downloading and keep on downloading until the thought is completely gone. Wow.
0: You're healed. Yeah, it's You're a huge healed. modality. And that is exactly where we want to be in 2021. We want to be healed. We want to be just surrendering to all of the possibilities. And there's so much. hmm Joanna, also crystals and the sound bowl, can you give us like a quick uh, insight into how all of that also kind of aids you in your journey?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) So crystals are something that I've worked on
2: from the very, very beginning of my journey. Um, I went into a store and I spent 160 plus dollars on tiny little crystals, like a lot of different crystals. I didn't have a full direction. on like, this one is for this and this one is for that. No, I just went in and I started like buying everything that I could. <laughs> and then um, I started giving them meaning. I started giving them intention. Um, I even planted them into my indoor jungle and with a specific intention, like this this crystal is going to be my health, uh, eating clean with uh, crystal, and I would plant it. This one is for positivity, and I would plant it. You get me? So working with crystals and giving them an intention has also been very supportive to my journey. Um, developing that relationship with crystals. When you journal, bring your crystal If you have a positivity crystal, bring it to your journal whenever you're going to sit down. So through my journey, I really learned to develop that connection with crystals by giving them an intention and even meditating them with them as well. And that's when now I decided, okay, I'm going to open a crystal shop for Luna Wisdom so that I can also offer that to my students. So that they can also bring that uh, healing modality into their journey, um, and then sound bowls. So sound bowls are very interesting. Uh, when I first started my journey and I started attending events like sound healing events or sound bath meditations, I would think like, "But what is that gonna do to me?" Okay, that was me, right? That that's the my, the the mindset that I had. I would still go to the event until one day (laughs) someone placed a a solar plexus sound bowl on my belly and she started playing it on me and the vibration that I was feeling, I was like, oh my goodness, this vibration like is healing me, you know? (laughs) That's what I started feeling. And now I wanted to also incorporate that into the healing modalities for my students. So it's called sonic resonance. So the the sound bowl has a certain note that resonates with a healing um, portion of your body, like a chakra. So let's say I used to have a third eye sound bowl, and it would activate the third eye, it would activate that vibration. Same thing with the solar plexus or even the heart chakra symbol that I have. So those are very interesting modalities to work with. I use them before my meditations. I use them when I need to shift my energy um, or tune in into a certain intention. Um, So they, they really help. It's it's a vibration. They shift you.
0: Oh my god. So I have to tell you a quick story. Um I did a uh yoga uh meditation uh event here in Miami. Mm-hmm. And the lady that was hosting it, she was doing the sound bowl. And it was mm-hmm. and it was including other sounds like this like round kind of like metallic thing, like
1: um
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. He he was just doing she was just doing a bunch of sounds and the sounds were so like I don't know. I, I I felt like a negative energy. Ah, you felt they were sharp. Yes, they were so sharp, and I felt like, oh, como, like a lot of tension whenever I would hear it. Like my body would like have this. Ne- it wasn't like soothing to me. It What does that mean to you? It yeah, wasn't
2: pleasant to you because it was probably bringing you into alignment. It, it happens you to think? everyone. Yeah. Is, Even if is, it feels
0: like, like I felt tense and I felt like scared, <laughs> like, like a scared kind of like tense yeah. feeling in my yeah. body. And I started to think like, oh my God, I don't, I don't like this sound thing.
2: Yeah. But, um, so mm-hmm. uh, this is a, a little story that I have. So in part, part of my journey, I went to see a shaman here in Miami. Her name is Jill Rappaport and she offers sound healing. So I went to one of her sound sound bowl meditations, and I kid you not, I like two of my friends that I went with. They weren't feeling well. Like one of them had to leave the event, and I came home with nausea for about two days. I'm sorry, two hours, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what is happening? Is my chakra like whenever she would get to my solar plexus? or my my throat area, I would get really, really nauseous. And I'm like, you know what? Let me see if maybe I need to heal something. So at the next month, she did the same event, and I kept going. I, at the third event that I went to, I came home and I was vomiting. I was just <laughs> like vomiting and vomiting. And after that, so many, like, things started happening, even the day after, I, it, it healed me, I, there so you was think some the, that, that just, I needed.
0: Yeah, so that discomfort is, uh, like, the, it's kind of, yes. like, a purge, like, exactly. Right,
1: right, and oh, now, man. yeah, because
0: it, it felt so, like, ugh, weird, like, I didn't right. like it. Wow. Right, and, and now, I, d-
2: like, after the, that experience with, with Jill Rappaport, That's when I said, this works. Like, sound healing really does something to you. That sonic resonance and that vibration in your body through sound, it really brings up something that needs to surface. Whether it's good or bad, or, like, maybe you're in a place that you need more healing. So, it heals
0: Wow. Well, this is so interesting to us and and to everyone that that is listening and Yeah. Where very- can people like reach you? Where can people get like your services?
2: Um yes. Yeah, so, through Instagram, my Instagram is la luna wisdom. I offer uh, free journaling sessions on Monday evenings. I offer free meditations on Thursday evenings. Um also lalunawisdom.com. Um, It's not just for my crystals. It is my crystal shop, but you can also book my private sessions there. Um, I have different um, services like intuition activation, uh, inner journey, a manifesting plan, like I help you and guide you go through your process of building your manifesting plan, Um, private meditations and private yoga.
0: So it, it could be as easy, like, damn, I want to manifest a new job. And they can go with that specific thought and and go to you and work on that? Yes. Yes. We
2: would work on a manifesting plan. But obviously, um, sometimes it's difficult to manifest if you're not in complete alignment. So you might need some inner journey work first before you're prepared for the manifesting plan. Oh. Yes,
0: <laughs> I'm prepared. prepared. Let's go. Yeah, and that's why we wanted to make sure we gave. Woo. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, that didn't make me feel bad. <laughs> so, Joanna, that's why we want. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you know, even before the you 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 started this journey, I just want to say that you've always had such a beautiful spirit and soul. You've always what? been such a positive light. I mean, our days together. When we used thank to thank you, many years ago, whenever you would come into my office, it, it was one of my favorite times of the day because truly, wow. you've always been. I don't know. There's just something about about your presence that's always been very calming. So I think that this yes, is exactly where you were supposed to always be, and you know, and I know Gabby can also agree with me that we're very grateful that that you've come wow. into our lives and you've you we've maintained and stayed in touch
2: thank you so much so I have chills all over my body right now thank you thank you thank you and I also have a huge smile right now um thank you it's interesting that you say that because at that point in my life I obviously my essence is my presence actually that is my mantra my essence is my presence but I wasn't in much alignment back then as I am now but that goes to say that your essence is yours forever regardless of the point in your life that you're at. Yeah
0: I love this. you do yeah. you know this is a fun fact before we go away um, When Tinder was a thing me and Joanna were <laughs> remember Joanna <No. laughs> when it first came out, it's like yeah. literally we were navigating through Tinder together at job like should I date should I do this I? it was so funny and then she was able to manifest her husband her and I mean not through Tinder but right. Uh, But what I'm saying is that she is a manifester and she has done the work. And I think we can all kind of just use her example to, like, help empower ourselves. So thank you, Joanna. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you. I cherish those memories. (laughs) Remember?
0: But anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. Remember to follow her at La Luna Wisdom on Instagram. And thank you so much for always uh, being supportive and listening. And I hope we wish you an amazing 2021, a year of self-reflection, a year of alignment, a year of manifestation, a year of big dreams, and a year of just health and wealth. Thank you again. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.